contradictions. Red pill, blue pill. Red pill, a metaphor representing a choice, representing a life of harsh knowledge, desperate freedom, and the brutal truths of reality. Or you can choose the blue pill, representing a life of luxurious security, tranquil happiness, and blissful ignorance. Today, we're diving in to the red pill. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week, we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. In 2016, director Cassie J did a movie called The Red Pill. And we did a trailer on this not that long ago, and we asked you all to watch the movie. Well, we asked you to watch her trailer. We asked you to watch her trailer. And uh, we wanted your thoughts and opinions on this specific documentary because it was interesting to us. The The whole premise was men's rights. And I think... Brendan, what maybe drew us in was we never, I I don't want to use the word comprehended, but we never really thought that there was a need to have a men's rights movement. I I had never heard of such a thing. Never. I had never <laughs> contemplated such a thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, I heard Cass, I listened to a ton of podcasts. Yeah. So. I heard Cassie J on one of them, and so Cassie J, devout feminist, in, she was in the movement. She, yeah, she was. Yeah, yep. and she um, uh, she made multiple films in that realm of things. You know, LGBTQ Phil, the, film director, but on focusing on women's health, like single mothers. Yeah, purity balls. Yep, LBGT yep. issue, Q yep. issues. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so when she came on one of the shows that I was listening to and she was talking about it and honestly even then I was just kind of I don't know, ambivalent about it, but I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I'll watch it, you know, why not? Right. Um and uh yeah, and that's when I asked you to watch it. <laughs> it was like Well, you asked whoa. me to watch a trailer yeah. and then after the trailer you were like, "So what are your thoughts?" And immediately I said yep. And that I'm was the confused. intro. That was the intro that uh, right. Enrolly was here, and yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. I was confused, yeah, because I'm sure, like many other people, I never thought that there needed to be a movement to support men's rights. Yeah, and I think uh, initially, I think Cassie J felt that that same way. The she same was, way. I think she, um, and she says it in her film that she was out to really expose these people mm-hmm. as, oh, you know, it's just whatever they were. You well, know, because they were a hate group. 
Okay, they so, were supremacists. Okay, so initially, uh, that was their that was the, the southern the perception that, that well was being marketed around them. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, one of the things in the film was that initially she had seen that the MRAs, the men's rights activist groups, were listed as a terrorist group with the Southern Poverty Law yeah. Center. Correct. Now. In their defense, there's a lot of people listed in the Southern Law, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center's list that aren't really yeah. terrorist groups. So, I, I mean, and later in the movie, uh, she addresses it. She addresses it. She yeah. calls the um, the director of the Southern Law uh, Poverty Law Center, and he says, "No, that's not true. That didn't that didn't really happen. They were misquoted. Yeah, they were misquoted. Yeah, or whatever. So, um." But yeah, so she, uh, so she's. I, I think she was really. She was. She wanted to prove that these people were what everyone said what, they were. What right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, uh, September twenty eighth, the, the movie starts, and she's talking about that, and that they're listed as a terrorist group, and that she's, she's, you know, reading all these awful articles from all these founders. And, and then before we get too far into this, so yeah. just uh, as a reminder, you can see this for free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, if you have Prime. You can you can purchase it on YouTube television. Yep. Uh and there's a couple other other uh you know movie streaming sites that you're you're able to purchase this movie on. Yep. Yep. Uh so uh I think the the initial gathering that they 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 uh, start filming is in uh, September 28, 2013 in Toronto. Uh and it's actually quite it's quite funny cuz they are they're talking on the microphone and they're like, "Oh, I've never seen such a huge gathering and there's probably 20 people." Um but then there's a bunch of counter protesters. And they're yelling some pretty awful stuff. <laughs> yeah. Including that they're racist. The MRAs are racist, fascist, white supremacists. Uh, and then one guy, uh, Brian DeMatos, I'm trying to look at my notes here, interviewed. Um, he was interviewed from the counter protesting group and he said, he said, quoting, don't confuse suffrage with oppression. And he was really smug about it. My notes actually say what a smug douche. Yeah. Um, it's like he, he went in the mirror and was practicing this line constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, suffrage is the right to vote. Suffrage is the right to vote. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so, and he confuse, was like. Don't confuse suffrage with oppression. I'm like, what the and, fuck does that have to do with And he was like, and he, and he went on to yeah. say, all people suffer. Get over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that was a direct you. quote. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was, I was like, yeah. I was like, who? so and I don't. Know. I was thinking so, the same thing. I'm like, that's not what suffrage means. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh god. So th- how do they pick the people, and then they put these people in the movie? So, well, and that's the thing, and we need to be clear about that yeah. because a lot of these documentaries, like you know, you look at the Michael Moore documentaries, and and there there is always that element of Hollywood. Right, because they have to make these documentaries able to keep your attention. Yeah, so, and they, they want to so prove everything. Their point. Right, yeah. they're proving a point. But sound clips 
images, videos are all strategically chosen. So I tried to keep that in mind yeah. when I was watching this movie. Yeah, that's true. And I think, I don't know, I think you have to. Any documentary nowadays, Any. because, I mean, you're really at the mercy of the director. Like Netflix editors. Netflix has the, this uh, uh, documentary, and I, and I don't want to steer too far off course because yeah. we have a lot to get into here. Yeah. But they have a doc, and, and it kind of, it, this this film touches on that a little bit. But there's a documentary out there on circumcision on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I got maybe five minutes into it and it was so obviously one-sided yeah that i couldn't i couldn't continue watching it because when i when i watch a documentary i want to feel like i'm seeing both sides to the story i wonder who directed that because cassie j said that she did one did she i i well we can look it up i'll check it out i don't don't think it was her though no no okay so she's uh so in my notes, I wrote down that she's a filmmaker. Self, she was a, she was an actor, until she was being sick of portrayed as the screaming female in the horror movie type thing. Uh, but she set out to to make a documentary to expose these guys. Um, I think the in the first guy she interviewed was Paul Elam, the founder for Voice for Men. Yeah, what did you think of him? <clears throat> Just so you know, Cassie J did not did not direct the circuit. Yeah. Uh so she had mentioned it in this film. I she did mention yeah. it. Um it's so it's funny because you know we just we just talked about Hollywood theatrics. Yeah. So when they first introduced Paul Elam into the film. I guess we should we yeah, because we we should start with the fact that uh, Cassie J was going through the MRA website and talking about how awful the swear words, anti-Semitism. Well, yeah, well, not even just that, but like the awful things they were saying about women. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, they show her picking him up from the airport, mm-hmm. and the ride appears to be silent. So there's already yeah. the, the movie already created this sense of tension. Yeah. Between yeah. the two, and and I think that was more theatrical. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, probably, yeah. But my first, so my my first thoughts going into this were, all right, this is going to be like a drag out, dug out fight yeah. because you know here you have Cassie J, who's a devout feminist. Here you have Paul Elam, who's a devout men's rights activist. Yep. And it's going to be a head to head. It's this, yeah. it's round or rousy, Holly Holm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. they're going to get said this. No, Lisa, yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're going at it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like that at all, though. No, not at all. I, uh, I, it was a it was a genuine, calm, sensible, smart uh, discussion. Yeah, I mean, he came off very reasonable. Yeah, uh, just like, well, I think you know, men do this, men do yep. that, men do this, men do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't, <laughs> I don't, I mean, she she. She, they show the articles that she was reading that were allegedly authored by this man. And um, I'm kind of shocked that it would be the same guy. Right. So 20 minutes into this movie, I still was in a sense of confusion. Like I still hadn't formed any type of opinion and I was still conflicted. And I think it's important to say that the director, Cassie J. Very conflicted. Was 
clearly conflicted through the whole movie. Well, she maybe showed not, not in the beginning. I don't think. I, I mean, I'll disagree with you. I don't. Maybe not in the beginning, right? Because she, you know, what I mean, she went into this trying to expose them, and then. I mean, as she was interviewing them, eventually she started, you know, you could definitely tell that she was questioning her her views. But I think that was later, a yeah. little bit later. It was a little later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think her confliction in the beginning was not necessarily a confliction between men's rights and feminism. I think her confliction was more along the lines of freedom of speech. Like, how how are these... How are these people getting away with saying what people are alleging that they're saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was her. Con- that was her, okay. her confliction. Was All more right. around freedom of speech. All right. I think that's yeah, how I. I in- that's how I okay. interpreted it. And the yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, and then uh, so uh, when she started to interview Paul, Mr. Elam. Uh, Which I thought was interesting. They they mentioned that Paul Elam, uh, his last name Elam <laughs> is male backwards. Backwards, yeah. 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 Which was which, which is just a coincidence. Was a coincidence, yeah. yeah. So he threw out some stats. He did. I have some of them here. Yeah, I'll go just go through them. Uh, workplace deaths: ninety three percent men. Mm-hmm. Suicide. 3.5 times more often than women. Yeah, four to five. 73% of suicides are men. One in six men have been sexually assaulted. There are only two shelters in the U.S. specifically for male victims of domestic abuse. 63% of uh, men receive more prison time than women for the same crimes. The list goes on and on. Men drop out of higher education. 38% of college students are men. Uh, only, so Only one in six of custodial parents are the actual biological father. 99.9% of military deaths are male. Okay, so that so that one I want to talk about. But yep. I think that goes that goes more into Mr. Is that Dr. Farrell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So... Uh, Okay, so uh, most likely to have video game addictions, porn addictions, arrested, convicted. Most likely to be ascribed Ritalin as children. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, at this rate, I'm hearing hearing all of these. I mean, some of them were from Elam. Some of them uh, was from another guy. What was his name? Kimmel? No, no, no. Dr. Kimmel was the other guy. Um, it was Paul a weird Farrell? guy that kept shutting his eyes. Oh yeah, because he was Dan Esme. Yeah, that's why I wrote in my notes. Open your fucking eyes. Um, he, so, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, he um, was holding a vape pen the whole time. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, God. So I don't know if it was tobacco or if it was wacky tobacco. Yeah, yeah, I don't know which one it was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, his eyes so, were closed. So I think he, you know, I think he was one of the. Um, I, so he was saying one of the, a couple of those quotes, but, but, uh, I'm. I mean, where are they getting these stats? 
the, they were all census stats. They showed they showed it right on the film. Oh, really? But they were a lot of them, they went as far back no, as like two thousand three. Because they said the most likely to have video game addiction, porn addiction, arrested, there was no convicted. stats for those. There, I, and no. we prescribed Ritalin. I mean, no. I mean, Ritalin you can you could probably get. But those all stats the stats I just named off were census stats going back as far as two thousand three. So they might yeah. not still be yeah. accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were at one time yeah, accurate. Yeah, yeah. The very first question that I wrote down mm-hmm. after listening to them. And after, and so this is on my first page of notes. So it's very early on in the movie. Do we live in a society where men are considered indispensable? Dispensable or indispensable? Indispensable. Based on the statistics that we just talked about. Well. And I think that was, that, that, that's, that was the whole, that's, I think that sums up what the men's rights movement is trying to talk about. Well, when it comes to war stats, I think you can say that, right? They're dispensable. Selective service. Selective service. And that... that Deaths on the job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but if you look... Okay, so I, I think... I think... They, he even, I think that some of those stats are, are deceiving because even... Okay, so even when you look at the men's stats when it, far, it comes to pay, mm-hmm. right? Men... If you you look job to job, if you compare job to job, then the, the, the pay disparity is nowhere near what everyone's claiming. And well, I mean, they, and they, they said they it. take an average. They, they take an average fifty to seventy percent, and they said they said women typically make fifty to seventy percent less than that, men. But we don't know we don't know where that statistic that's was an coming average. from. That's an right. average. And the, 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 if you actually look at job to job, and mm-hmm. you compare job to job. And you compare women to men on that job, then they the disparity is nowhere near what they say it is. And I think the percentage but, was four point five percent. Only only four point five percent of women are CEOs in Fortune five hundred companies. companies. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah but. And I don't think there's any argument with that. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it, that's that's what it is. Right. But, but when you talk about pay disparity, I think there's arguments there because depending on what you look at, if you're just going to take an overall average, but mm-hmm. then this brings me to the workplace deaths. Well, men are more likely to take the dangerous jobs. Correct. That's just proven. Uh, men are more likely to take the jobs at work long, awful hours. Those are generally the dangerous jobs. So They showed a clip of the last presidential election debate or it wasn't a debate, but it was a talk, and yeah. and they asked Hillary Clinton straight out, yeah, for the selective how service. she felt about yeah. Yeah. boys and girls eighteen years of age yeah. having to be mandatory signed up for a selective service, and she completely dodged the question. Yeah, and she said um, she didn't know how she felt about that. That that's in my, I think my third page of notes. Yeah, that's a while. I mean, come on, come on! You're skipping ahead. We're jumping okay. around. All right, all right. So, so let me ask you one question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to sum up the theme of this movie in one word or one concept, after watching the whole movie, what would it be? Hmm. That's a tough one. I have the answer. Because it came up over and over and over and over again. Patriarchy. 
It always came back to patriarchy. Yeah, they did mention that a lot. I, I, but I mean, ultimately, yeah, I mean, patriarchy, I mean, but, you know, our friend that responded to the email, mm-hmm. responded number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for actually uh, watching the movie yes. and responding. Uh, made the point that who set that up? Who set that patriarchy society up? Who so set those laws up? If you, and that's a and that's a valid question. I mean, that's a completely it's valid, a valid question. But I think patriarchy has been around since the beginning of time. If you open up the Bible, probably the oldest publication we can think of, mm-hmm. it talks about patriarchy. True. The true, man, true. the man is supposed to provide for the family. The female is supposed to reproduce. Yeah, but that's I mean, coming out of the Bible. That's really the overall theme that you got from this documentary. That's what I, I'm saying. That's what I kept going back to. Okay, sex and gender. Oh, I guess roles. I didn't understand the question. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean the, the overall. This this particular movie for me raised a ton of questions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's stuff that you don't think about. I mean, yeah. especially if you're not having to deal with it. I mean, especially, uh, I mean, the family law is huge. I mean, and it is a huge disparity. Um, I have to be honest. But I mean, honestly, suicides. I mean, that's, I mean, that to me, that uh, shocking. I mean, uh, but I mean, honestly, I don't care what the, and anyone killing themselves is awful, is awful and shouldn't happen, whether, I mean, whether it's a man or a woman, you know, you would, I don't want anyone to do that to themselves, but, uh, uh, workplace fatalities, 93% men. I mean, that's a that's a pretty uh, big stat there. So um, I, 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 to be honest with you, you know, I'm not a, um, I'm not an English major. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I, I, I have, you know, if you can listen to me talk, you say limited education. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> I graduated high school. Yeah, but the I both think, of us. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think people know by now. So I had to look up patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I've heard the word. Yeah. But I, I, I really didn't know. Okay. So what's the, the definition? What is the definition? So there's three bullet points to patriarchy. Mm-hmm. The very first one is a system of society or government in which the father or oldest male is head of the family and descent is traced through the male line. That's it? That's the first one. Okay. To me, initially, that seems like common sense. Because I've, I was raised that my job as the husband, my job as a father, is to provide for my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second bullet point says, a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. I think that is where a lot of the confliction is coming from. Yep. Yep. Because because the third one is just a society or community organized on patriarchal lines. Yeah. So I think... That's using a... It's using the word in the the definition, which, you know... if. Um, Fifth fifth grade English class teaches you not to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'll agree with you on that one. Number two is the where that's, everyone's having this. That's the confliction. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if I look at my everyday life, I wouldn't say I have any power over. I have no power. I had to ask permission to come down here and talk to you for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And there's always that joke, well, got to ask the boss, you know. Right. Uh, I don't know. I always think of that. So, I mean, but is that just because that's our personal experience? That doesn't mean that's the world, right? It doesn't mean that's the world. You know, so. But I, I feel like, I feel like the very first one is the world. I think no matter what, what gender you or, or what ethnicity or what religion you are, it's always the man's responsibility to provide for his family. I can't think of... Yeah, but I don't think some... Uh, I can't think of a race that is not like that. Can you? Can you tell me? Well, I mean, I think some women will disagree with that and say that it's not, it's not your job. Based on... Based on the fact that... Equality? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're... It, is that if there's a female? Is that just something if there's that a men female, put on themselves? Okay, if there's a female in your life and she's single, and I mean, is it your job to take care of her? I mean, what? what well, I mean, if, if, if it's a female and she's single, she's the head sister. of her household. Your, yeah, but I mean, it's your sister, right? She's a female in your life. Yeah, you know, I mean, is it your responsibility to take care of her? I, I you know, so I, I'm just trying to. I, mean, I just don't know I mean, how far those fingers reach. I don't know either, but I mean, at what point, I mean, I understand like if you're dating someone or you're married to that person, then yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I feel that responsibility. You to feel like you care. need to provide for your family. Oh, absolutely. The absolutely. decisions you make are based off of providing for your family. Of course. Always. Yeah. Number one yeah. first. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is that something you put on yourself or is, you, is that something you feel like society is requiring you to do? I feel like that's kind of just what you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but the question is whether or not that's just because society is pushing us towards that. Is that what's always been done? So that's what we do. Remember that movie in the in, in the late 80s with Michael Keaton, Mr. Mr. Mom? Mr. Mom. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Yeah. 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 I mean... I mean, honestly, if my wife was making six figures and she needed me to stay home, then whatever. If that's what's best for the family. So, but that's providing, still providing. At that point, yeah, that's absolutely. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have no shame. I'll eat bonbons and watch my shows. So so provide. So what I'm hearing now is, or what we're trying to deduct to is, is providing for your family simply a monetary concept? Or does it go deeper than that? Well, you know, I mean, I forget where I, I don't know if I saw it or it was in the movie, but they said that the the male uh, does the job, gets paid, and the woman does all this unpaid work in it. And well, that, but that's yes. just, but that, but that's, but that's just really not true. And every now and then, my wife says, like, "Well, I don't get a paycheck," and it's well, the money I take in is our money. It's well, not, it's not like, it's not like I'm hoarding it and keeping it away from her. And you know, I'm like, it's, it's ours. I mean, it, right. you know, it's it, our that, money. Yeah, right. I mean, 
So, so I put a I, no, I took a note down on that. So that comes back to like back to the Bible times and, and gender roles. So you know, back in biblical times, there were gender roles, and 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 a, and a female's job but, was to reproduce. Yeah, because and a male's job a was man to can't produce. do it. Because we can't do it, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, so let's be serious. If if men were responsible for having babies, there would be no babies. Well, no, hell no. I'm not pushing something through yeah. my urethra. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No, it's just not going to happen. No. Jamie said to me, "It's your turn." I'm like, no, oh, no, baby. Just wants you know? to put the, the the electro stim on my stomach so yeah. I can get a, a taste for what <laughs> it feels good. like to go through labor. No, I'm good. Yeah, that's I what trust I said. That it's awful. I'm all set. I no. trust that it's awful. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll hold. I'll hold your hand, sweetie. Yeah. No, I, I really. I mean, <laughs> but there's those, those but, but gender the, roles. Yeah, yeah. But there's Produce a, there's and a gender, reproduce. Okay, so but there's a gender role because. There's a general because you are that gender because the beginning of time can't do it right yeah the men can't do it right so so is that a fault? No, it's not a fault. It's not a fault. I mean, but you know where does the gender role stop though? Uh, You know, having the baby, you know, cleaning the house, doing the dishes, uh, you know, you know where where does the gender gender role stop? I mean, I, I mean. Because you can do dishes, you can do the laundry, you can do <laughs> quiet. My wife <laughs> listens to this. Yeah. I mean, you could. I could, yeah. yeah. If you weren't so stupid, yeah. Um, no, uh, but I, I think it's different nowadays than it was even fifteen, twenty years ago. Um, you know, helping with more chores, and whereas, yeah, the woman stayed home, reared the children, cleaned the house. You know, did the laundry, and I'm I'm sure it still happens to this day. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but you know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, there there are gender roles because, well, guess what? Men can't have babies. So yeah, I don't know. I don't want to beat that. You know, are men oppressors? Well, I don't know. I'm sure some men are. Right. Not all men. Not though. all. Men Not are. by nature. Right, we're not born and we're not taught to be oppressive. Well, some men, I mean, na- I mean, some, I think, I think, some men naturally have that tendency. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't even know if it's natural. I mean, it, like anything, like, like racism. We mm-hmm. talked about this, but I ended up having to cut it out because for some reason the editing software was a pile of shit. But I said uh, that you know, if, if kid having kids has taught me anything, it's that that racism is straight up uh, a taught. It's yeah. taught that, you know, cause that just does not happen naturally, you know, hating someone because of the color of their skin or the, you know, the, the difference yeah. that they look like, it just doesn't happen. Um, treating women differently because they're women. I don't know. Is that a natural tendency? Is that protection that you, you know what I is, mean? Is, like, there, is, that, is, is there that, a fine line between, between protecting your family and oppression, or well, is I mean, there, or oppressing is there... women, I think is completely different than trying to protect them. But I mean, but I guess it could be a fine line. I don't know. I think there's some gray space in there. Yeah, that was just, it. Was a question I had that I put. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, oppressing. I mean, I feel like that's someone who's really 
you know, got your thumb on you. I mean, and I don't, I don't have my thumb on anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so war stats. They came down to war stats. Yeah. And I wanted to 99.9% ninety-five to ninety-nine percent male fatalities. Yeah. Now my question is, does this have to do with I mean, women were just allowed on the front lines. Probably within the last I don't know what, five years? Mm-hmm. Of course men are gonna have the most fatalities. So I Correct. feel like that I feel like that um <laughs> that uh stat is pretty bogus i mean it's true they're all dying but <laughs> but it's also true that women weren't allowed on the front line yeah i, I you know i that's probably one and of i those. think women are still largely i mean i mean i don't know how many wars that we have on that are i feel like the stat is legit it's valid. That number is probably accurate. Oh no, no, no! I, I believe that to be accurate. But but. I, feel, I feel like, it, like we we've touched on uh, several times already. I think it was put into the movie for dramatic purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a stat that that proves their point, I guess. Correct. But I mean, it but it really doesn't. I mean, I guess it proves that men are dispensable, whereas women, they don't feel like women. And that was, again, that, that goes back to my very first question. Do we live in a society where men are considered indispensable? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard question to answer. Well, man, if you look at the stats, then we're dispensable. If you look at the statistics. Yeah. Men, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're considered indispensable. I would say that. No, they're considered dispensable. They're yeah. considered like they can just be sent to war and be killed. <coughs> women and children first, right? I mean, that's, that's... Yeah, we still live in a woman and child first society, and they bring that up uh, yeah. in the movie. You know, if you go on a cruise any day now, and yeah. they do their, their rescue boat drill, it's always women and children first. Yeah. You know. So we still live in that society, and I think I would, I would hope to say at least 80% of the men in this country... Agree with that, woman and children first. You know, I think oh, that's but see, part that's of being you patriarch and you're being patriarchal. If I was being so patriarchal, should, I would should. say I would go first. No, no, as head of the household. Head of the household. No, I as yeah, as, I as, know. as no. you know, trying to maintain my bloodlines. I would say I would go first. <laughs> trying to maintain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, if the, if we want a true equality, I would say we're gonna, we're going to go tallest to shortest. <laughs> Get in line. Okay, six four. <laughs> we'll line up by birthdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that way, I'd you know. Line up I'm by getting, birthdays. I'm getting on starting, that boat. <laughs> starting with August. Yep, getting on that boat. Uh. All right, so let's, I just want to before let's, let's before we continue on though, yeah. I just I do we really we really 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 this is this is such a interesting and uh, controversial and it's and and important. It's really it is an important topic, mm-hmm. and we want to hear from people that are listening. Yeah, that you know have 
I mean, we're not doing opinion. a good job of describing the documentary at all. So we want really you to watch, to watch the documentary. Yeah. There's, there's so much information that has passed through this film. Yeah. We want you to watch it. We want to hear from you. Send us an email because we are going to do a part two to this mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about pe- people's opinions and what people feel about. So please, you know, either send uh, Brendan at dadsww.com or Jim at dadsww.com. Send it to hate mail at dadsww. Send us something and let us know, you know, kind of what you're thinking about as we're talking here because it's just... Brendan has three pages of notes that we're trying to decipher. (laughs) I have three pages of notes that we're trying to decipher there's a lot of discussion that's going to be happening in this episode and part two. And, yeah, and, and I we want you to guys to be involved with that. So I asked three friends uh, to to watch the movie. Yeah, and send me some. Well, notes. I was one of them. So <laughs> no, two, no others. Yeah, one was uh, my brother. Yep, and the other two shall not be named. Uh, but uh, they all, I asked them, I asked the three of them because they don't, um, well, they, you know, political leanings and uh, they don't, you know, they, obviously they're different than I am. So they think outside the box, outside my box anyway. Um, so, so as we were talking about the patriarchal, I'm looking at the response. So I got one response back super quick. So... Uh, referring to them as respondent number one, they asked not to be named. So, uh, so they said that she's quoting that there's a patriarchal structure, which values men as emotional suppressive providers and women as unpaid laboring reproducers that I And that ideology caused the mostly male lawmakers to write and pass such laws. So that's a quote from the movie and respondent asked why was the process and makers and enforcers of the unfair laws not examined. So I, and I think bring up a good point that, you know, in the movie that really who's making the laws. Yeah. Who's making the laws. And then, you know, but then who are they being influenced by as well? So, I mean, the feminist movement was pretty large for a while. Yeah. Lobbyists. And I mean, I mean, obviously the feminist movement made a dent. Because they, I mean, I mean, I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, uh, because it wasn't addressed in the movie, but I'm assuming that the feminist movement actually made some dents and actually helped get these laws passed. And that's why the feminist, and this was, this is, this is not my quote. This is a quote from the movie. The feminist perspective is the mainstream perspective. Yeah, I guess it is. I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah. just one of the quotes from the movie. And the men's rights movement is just a, they're saying, is the backlash. It's a backlash response to the feminist movement. And it all comes down to freedom of speech. So basically what is trying to be, what is, what they're trying to to push out there is 
this group of individuals is saying this. So because we have freedom of speech, this group is saying this to try to contradict. And it's all within it's all within our rights. It's all within our constitutional rights to be able to do that. As far as the First Amendment speaking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the film tries to portray... Now, the, the film tries to portray the feminist movement as aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, one way, uh, not willing to talk. Yeah, I mean... So that's the, where we the, go I mean, back to those the, theatrics. The, fe- the feminists and the counter-protests <clears throat> are really... Yeah, she hammers them pretty hard. Or the ones... I shouldn't say she hammers them, but she the ones that she shows are... Not shown in a good light. Right. The clips yeah. that were strategically sh- chosen to be in the movie don't show the the woman's feminist yeah. movement. In and the, that in our, the most our respondent, the one that we got an email back from, said the depictions of what feminist means is shallow in many places in the movie, perhaps due to it being understood in a shallow way by the actual feminist or perhaps due to a shallow depiction by the movie staff. Maybe both. Uh, for example, the Ms. Magazine editor not acknowledging that she understands men are disadvantaged in family matters seemed either poorly filmed or poorly spoken. A strange moment, certainly not representative of feminism as a movement and comes across as disingenuous by the filmmakers. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. I think uh, that contributor is, was, was pretty accurate, and you can tell that they, they, they watched the film thoroughly. What are the men's rights movement? What do they want? I guess to be treated equally, treated fairly. Because I got the men's rights movement is saying men want and need compassion. Uh, I mean, I think they... Okay, so eventually in the movie it goes to that was one of the quotes. From yeah, the, but it, uh, it it goes to activists. It goes down to I think, uh, and our respondent talks about that in the email, and says you know it goes down to family issues. I think that's really the biggest. They did. They did spend a lot of time a on that. A ton of time on that, and that is a pretty big issue. I mean, ultimately after conception, what is it, What choice does a man have? Women have the, this is another quote from the movie. And the, most of the stuff that I'm saying here is all quotes that I've written yeah. down from the, not, you know, I'll, I'll let you know if it's my own personal opinion. Uh, women have the right for children. Men have to fight for children. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole basis of their, this section on, Family issues and family yeah. court in the yeah. movie. Yeah, and, and I, I out of honestly, out of the whole movie, I think that was probably the most important thing because, I mean, really, I don't think anything's going to change as far as jobs, right? Right? Because again, there's a natural tendency of those men that men lean towards those jobs. Why aren't there more women in ele- electrical work? Why aren't there more women in plumbing work? And why aren't there more in linesmen's, lineswomen's, whatever? You know, why are, because those jobs are, they're dangerous, they're dirty, right. 
and it's just proven that women don't lean towards those jobs. They said that, which is fine. I think they, they it just kind of made me chuckle in the movie. Uh, they said that the the women's organization, whatever yeah. you know, uh, will you will never see them complaining yeah. that <laughs> there are not enough women, women ditch, ditch diggers. diggers. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 because that's not, yeah. It's not fabulous work that anyone really wants to do. Right. Let's be serious. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so I think really, I mean, ultimately the things that could change or should change is just common sense and far as far as family law goes. I was, re- I was kind of conflicted about the family court and family law and dads wanting to be dads section of the movie. There was another quote that said, men are not upset about having to be fathers. They're upset because they're not allowed to be fathers. Again, I th- I think we're we're focusing on a very small percentage of the population when they mm-hmm. discuss this, and I I want to have faith, and I want to be able to trust our courts and our judicial systems. Um, but I do see some discrepancies. When it comes to family court, well, they they mentioned a a fifteen year old boy that was raped by his teacher, and then she had a baby by him. Yep, and went to prison. Went to prison. Comes out and then gets support, child, child support. support. He has to pay child support. Yeah, now that he's of age. Then there, was, a, then there was the the what? The, are you serious? Like, I mean, come on. There was the one man who owed thirty thousand dollars in child support for uh, a child that, that wasn't, wasn't even his. his. It wasn't his kid because the mother so, put his name yeah. down so she could get welfare benefits. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, so there are definitely discrepancies, but I, I mean, is they those were those were two cases highlighted in the movie, and I just and the I just can't help but think that how often that happens. I, yeah, because I want to have faith in the system. Yeah, is, the, is that just two yeah, examples don't, for? I don't. I don't have any faith in the system for theatrics. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any faith in any system, yeah. any government system anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. I really don't know. I I feel like we've just gone so far cra- to crazy that you know I don't know. I don't really have any faith in right. the government to do anything right. So. Yeah, I I mean, when you see people that are, you know, owing $30,000 for a child that's not theirs, I mean, common sense is just gone. Right. Let's be serious. I mean, people are fighting. Uh, we just saw a news, or I was just upstairs, the news was playing, and they were talking about how, yeah, the one of the Sarnayev brothers, you know, the guy that did the Boston Marathon bombing, he, sh- he should be able to vote, you know. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the newest thing. Is. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I mean, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I mean, it's silly. I mean, it's just... So... Yep. Hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, so, uh, who else do they start talking to? Oh, Dr. Farrell. Dr. Farrell. Yeah, yeah. He is yeah. a creepy motherfucker. That's in my notes. Because Cassie yeah. J shows up to his house and he goes, oh, you're a woman. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I can't believe she put that in the shit. <laughs> but so. I believe it was it was Dr. Farrell that said, um, I, I'm, I'm almost positive it was him that said this in the movie, but um, I, 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 no, you know, it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. It was Kimmel that I believe said this, but he said political organization comes from 
a feeling of victimization, but it doesn't have any traction. What? That does what? Yeah. Okay. We'll say that again. Political organization comes from a feeling of victimization, but it doesn't have any traction. So it's does basically... He, I mean, is he talking about feminism or is he talking about men's rights? I guess it really doesn't matter, right? So it's all based off of emotion. Yeah. So you could say well, that I, you I, are I, so... I don't really because agree with of that. Because... So you you well, could you could start uh, uh, something right now, yeah, and and say that you, I don't. My son is obese. Mm-hmm. I uh, and I I don't think that they should make Twinkies anymore. <laughs> okay. So your 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 organization, you this grassroots campaign, you're trying to create, is based. One hundred percent fully off of emotion because of what's happening, and I'm you know obviously your kids aren't obese. I'm just yeah. this is just an example. Yep. Yep. So there's no traction. You've got it's all just emotion. It's just all uh, emotion. Yeah, uh, yeah, but still, I mean, you, you <laughs> so can, that could you go can, both ways. That could can, go for the men's rights yeah, movement, yeah. and it can go for feminism. You say it has no traction, or he says it has no traction. However, feminism has gotten a lot done. They have. So they've had traction. So I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, As far as men's rights activists go, (laughs) yeah, yeah, they don't have any traction. (laughs) They haven't done shit. So, um, and I don't see them going anywhere. But, um, yeah, I I mean. Oh, here's another good one about patriarchy, if we want to go back to that. This is another quote that I had to. I think it's funny that you and I both, it took us forever to get through this movie. Yeah, because we were, yeah. Pausing and writing. Uh, Patriarchy is the invisible force that connects all of our lives, Mm -hmm. whether you're a man or a woman. And that kind of resonated with me. And I'm like, because this is, like I said, this this goes way beyond you and I. Our parents, our grandparents, our great parents. This has been since the beginning of time. So, one of our our respondents talked about uh, this is much later in the movie. I hate to skip, but it's, it's part of the patriarchy argument. Um, Karen Strawn, which uh, is a honey badger, which they they're they're referred to as honey badgers. They're uh, women that are supporters Supporting of the men's rights. The men's right movement. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and she actually said that she made a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, Karen made a good point. The respondent said that Karen made you, a good point. We got the same Patri- thing right here. I bet. Yeah, that patriarchy being a bad is named after men. And the force for justice is named after women as feminism. Yes. My opinion is that these movements have struggled to find good terminology that makes everyone feel included. There is the actual fact of the matter that early feminism fought for women to not be owned as property by men. Yeah. So I I think, you know, that's a huge point. So Karen, so to sum that up, basically what Karen was saying in that thing was the feminism or the feminist movement. Yeah. We're not blaming men. We just named everything bad after them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she says that in the and, movie. Yeah, and yeah. so our respondent, or, yeah. uh, you know, is talking about that, and it, and I think 
has made a fantastic point that I didn't necessarily think of, but, but that early feminism fought for women to not be owned as property by men. And I think really that, that, I mean, I think you could call it a patriarchy then, right? You did that men were, you know, women were considered property yep. almost as, you know, not maybe not the same, but as a slave almost, you know, and that's maybe how they felt. Uh, I don't really think that's the case anymore. Does anyone think that's the case anymore? I again, don't. I can again, I, I look at, you know, the, no, the, cause I think, I think that feminism now is just facing, uh, is, 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 and that's what the, is, is focusing more on gender roles. And that's what, so, she, so then the respondent says, and currently the actual feminist movement is fight for, uh, political and social equality of women to men. So there is some clear historical origin of the words and modern accuracy too. That does not mean that new terminology should not be sought after in order to merge reasonable feminism with reasonable men's rights into a new movement. I am always in favor of more accurate and inclusive terminology. Recent attempts at changing the terminology included Emma Watson's he for she, which was a huge flop for the IMO and still worded in favor of women. New words and a new movement is really badly needed. So uh, I hate to skip ahead because that's like way ahead in the movie. But I mean, when you were talking about the patriarchy, I think that that's pretty huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I think that our emailer makes a good point that, yeah, women felt like property at some point. And I didn't think of it that way. I, I and, and that's one of the reasons I emailed this person and a couple more people because I know that I'm not thinking that way. And I, 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 I and honestly... And Brennan, I, honestly, I don't think they they really put that in the movie. And that's why I think they, they didn't, didn't give feminism the fair shake, you know, that they, they kind of should have. And I think because America is such a melting pot, of different religions, and I think that there are some religions operating in the world that still work under what you're just saying. Oh, for sure, for sure. But that that is not the United States. But as because a whole. we're not yeah, as a whole, yeah, but because yeah. we're a melting pot, yeah. Yeah. there is some of that happening mm-hmm. in our country. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe so, but I really think that is just a. They can't see hand movements on a podcast. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm like, that's just. Not, I'm trying to think of the word. Yeah, it's late. We've been doing this a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People are listening to this, going like, they're not making any no, sense. They're going in point. circles. Yeah. It's a vicious. Yeah, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. Um. Yeah. I. I really. I. I don't. Uh, that's probably an exception to the rule in the United States. I don't think that's the rule right now. I mean, yeah, if we look back 50 years ago, 60 years ago, then maybe that was the rule. Um, I, I, I just don't think that, I mean. And so I mean, the question, and here's the question that, and it was maybe, maybe just lightly, lightly just grazed over in the mm-hmm. movie. How much does religion actually pay play a part in all of this yeah how many people are still really religious i think more than 
I mean, just because you and I don't go to church on Sundays doesn't mean that. I go to church every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Happy yeah, for I you. Get a, uh, something. Um, no, so um, I think we would be naive to think that people don't go to church anymore. I mean, I'm, I, no, no, I, I'm not yeah. saying that people don't go to church anymore. I just don't think uh, if you look at the numbers, because there are stats out there, most people don't go to church anymore. Does that mean they're not religious? Yeah, true. That, that that could be, but then what? You know, I mean, what religion are you? Uh, what religion is still teaching that? Uh, you know, I mean, the Amish. Um, any any type of Christianity is teaching right from the Bible, where they say men are to provide for the family. Yeah, but then, but Catholics, same thing. Whether yeah, well, maybe so, but they're not. You know, tr- again, treating women as property. The. There's there's one thing to treat your uh, you know your wife as property, and there's another thing to treat them as a partner. That's the Mormons. The Mormons do that. And I think there's a ton of Mormons in this country. Well, fuck the Mormons. <laughs> what? Huh? We huh? have a ton of Mormon listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, we're very, I'm sure this will get to them. We're very popular in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or we were, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I love you, Mormon. And his no, wife. But, and his wife. And, yeah. And, and his other wife. All of their wives. Yeah. No, but I, I think that there are still, um, like, I, I, you know, there's there's Muslims and there's radical Muslims, but I think Muslim as a religion can be a healthy religion. And I think that they have very strict uh, rules on how their women are supposed to behave, on how the men are supposed uh, to behave. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know their religion, but I mean, depending on the country they live in, they kill homosexuals and women are property. So mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. But I yeah. mean, that, obviously, not all Muslims are like that. And no. especially the ones in the United States, again, living by our laws, mm-hmm. technically shouldn't be treating their women as property. Mm-hmm. If you look at the if you look at the killing a- homosexuals. So and I don't know too much about it, but if you look at the Asian Asian culture, the man is the head of the household. The woman's job is to maintain the home. Maybe so, but I mean this this documentary is really limiting themselves to the United America. States. Yeah. Yep. yeah no, it really I, is. I agree so with that. I mean I mean if we want to start going around the world, I agree. then we're but well, the whole point of that was saying was because America no, no, is a I melting understand. point, a melting, melting pot, pot yeah, yeah, of yeah. all of these different religions. So how much of that plays a part into what this movie was trying to put out there? They didn't uh go into any religion, so I don't know. They didn't. Right? That's no. what we were saying. They just yeah. lightly I think they only brought up religion once. Someone brought it up once and it was just a brush grazed over, yeah. 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 Yep. Well, but but they do talk about traditional sex roles or gender roles, and that is religious by nature because that goes all the way back to the beginning of time. Yep. But again, again, men can't men can't reproduce, reproduce. but so men are, men were designed certain, to produce. Yeah. 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 Well. Yes. Yes and no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> they're designed to do something other than have a baby. I tell Jess all the time. I said, it's not my fault. 
that my part was short and fun. <laughs> and it sure. never goes over well. <laughs> no matter how much I, mean, I remind her of that. Are you talking about the time duration? <laughs> yeah. There's a, or, there was a lot, there's a lot of innuendos with the yeah. short the short part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so <laughs> if you endured the last hour of this, then uh, I, don't, I guess I just say thank you. Yes. And, um, yeah. We're going to dive into this again. Yes. But like I said, watch, like the, it, watch the movie. Watch the movie. really need to watch the movie. And please reach out to us because yeah. we want to get tell us how some st- more feedback tell on us how what st- you're thinking. How stupid we are. Um, we are I, stupid. I really want to thank uh, respondent number one. Yes. Thank um, you, number one. It was awesome. Uh, I'm going to go upstairs and talk points. to number two in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you yell that, <laughs> um, but uh, no. Uh, again, contact us. Uh, you can find me at Brendan at dadsww or Jim at dadsww.com or hate mail at dadsww.com. That's where we get most of our that's, stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. usually yeah. yeah. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, find you, us on Facebook. When are you going to do an episode Instagram. that we want to listen to? Yeah, <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> um, and yeah, so yeah, find us on social media, share with friends. Um, I know this episode is really long, but uh, it's watch, such an interesting movie. Yeah, watch the movie. It really it's is at, very interesting. Nothing else. It's an interesting movie. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you can just, completely disagree with it, but it, 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 it at least it, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know anything about Men's Right Activists <laughs> until this movie. So, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a uh, I'm, we'll leave you on this last quote from the movie <clears throat> watch watch it the red pill again you can get it free on Amazon Prime you can get it on YouTube TV there's some other streaming networks you can purchase it on but at one point in the film a college professor says why are we so frightened to hear an opinion different from our own so listen to that, watch this movie, and reach out to us and let us know what you're thinking, and we'll get you on part two of this episode. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.